Section 10 of the National Geographic Magazine, Volume 9, May 1898. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. Recording by Betty B. Geographic Literature. Rand McNally War Atlas with Marginal Index. Pages 16. Chicago and New York. Rand McNally and Company. 1898. 25 cents. Bulletin of the Department of Labor. Number 16. May 1898. Pages 216. Washington. 1898. Statistical Abstract of the United States. 1897. 20th Number. Prepared by the Bureau of Statistics, Treasury Department. Pages Roman numeral 7 plus 412. Washington, 1898. It was surely a happy thought on the part of Rand McNally and company to select from one of their high-priced atlases a series of maps of those portions of the world to which public attention is being directed in connection with the war with Spain and to place them within the reach of everyone by binding them up together for sale at 25 cents. The atlas is everything that can be desired in its way. It is marvelously cheap and cannot fail to have an enormous sale. The May Bulletin of the Department of Labor is largely devoted to a report on the Alaskan gold fields and the opportunities they offer for capital and labor by Mr. Sam C. Dunham, a special agent who was sent out to the Klondike by the Commissioner of Labor in July last. The report is accompanied by maps and illustrations and contains much valuable information. While written in a becomingly dignified style, it is occasionally enlivened by a vein of quiet humor, which adds greatly to its readability. Good examples of this are found in the statement, if a visitor to the gulches prefers to ride, he can secure a saddle horse in Dawson for $60 a day. And in the author's description of the proceedings of the improvised courts, the creation of a justice-loving community that has no regularly constituted judicial system or officers of the law as a compendium of information relative to the population finance commerce agriculture mining railroads and telegraphs immigration education public lands pensions postal service prices of commodities shipping etc of the united states the statistical abstract has become an absolute necessity not only to all economic writers and students, but to everyone who would keep abreast of the growth of our institutions and the development of our resources as a nation. The abstract has been almost completely transformed under the direction of Mr. Worthington C. Ford, and it is not easy to see how it could be made more useful, except by increasing its circulation. J. H. Ninth Annual Report on the Statistics of Railways in the United States for the year ending June 30, 1896, prepared by the Statistician to the Interstate Commerce Commission, pages 709 and map, Washington, 1897. This report follows the same general plan and presents the same technical excellence that have rendered all the reports prepared by Professor Henry C. Adams as Statistician to the Interstate Commerce Commission, especially acceptable to all trained statisticians. 
the condition of the railway system of the united states on june thirtieth eighteen ninety six and during the twelve months ending with that date was about as follows the aggregate growth of the railways was one hundred eighty two thousand seven hundred seventy six point sixty three miles of which one hundred eighty one thousand one hundred fifty three point seventy seven miles were represented by reports to the commission there were ten thousand six hundred eighty five point sixteen miles of second track nine hundred ninety point forty five of third track seven hundred sixty four point fifteen of fourth track and forty four thousand seven hundred seventeen point seventy three of yard track and sidings making the total mileage of all tracks two hundred thirty nine thousand one hundred forty point thirteen the railway construction during the period covered was slightly greater than during the fiscal year eighteen ninety five but less than during any other year covered by the statistical reports of the commission fifty four corporations operated one hundred three thousand three hundred forty five point eighty nine miles or fifty six point eighty nine per cent of the railway mileage of the country the remainder being operated by one thousand sixty seven companies of which nine hundred seventy seven operated but thirty four thousand four hundred ninety seven point ninety or eighteen point ninety nine per cent of the total equipment consisted of nine thousand nine hundred forty three passenger locomotives twenty thousand three hundred fifty one freight locomotives five thousand six hundred fifty six switching and other locomotives thirty three thousand three passenger cars one million two hundred twenty one thousand eight hundred eighty seven freight cars and forty two thousand seven hundred fifty nine cars employed in company service the passenger service performed was equal to carrying one million three hundred twelve thousand three hundred eighty one passengers one mile for each passenger locomotive and four million six hundred eighty four thousand two hundred ten tons of freight one mile per freight locomotive both of these items showing a gratifying increase in efficiency over the previous year the resources of the commission do not permit of the collection of statistics of cars owned by private companies the number of employees was eight hundred twenty six thousand six hundred twenty having increased since june thirtieth eighteen ninety five from seven hundred eighty five thousand thirty four but being less than the number employed on june thirtieth eighteen ninety three the number assigned to general administration was thirty one thousand seven hundred ninety two to maintenance of way and structures two hundred forty three thousand six hundred twenty seven to maintenance of equipment one hundred sixty seven thousand eight hundred fifty and to conducting transportation three hundred seventy three thousand seven hundred forty seven the balance of nine thousand six hundred nine being unclassified the average daily compensation of general officers was nine dollars nineteen cents of station agents one dollar seventy three cents of engineers three dollars sixty five cents of firemen two dollars six cents of conductors three dollars five cents of section foremen one dollar seventy cents of other trackmen one dollar seventeen cents and of switchmen flagmen and watchmen one dollar seventy four cents the total amount paid as compensation for labor was four hundred sixty eight million eight hundred twenty four thousand five hundred thirty one dollars 
amounting to sixty one per cent of the entire expense of operation less than two and three quarters per cent of the amount being paid to general officers the total railway capitalization is reported as ten billion five hundred sixty six million eight hundred sixty five thousand seven hundred seventy one dollars and the average per mile of line as fifty nine thousand six hundred ten dollars these figures are not comparable with those of previous years for the reason that at the request of the association of american railway accounting officers the continuous cooperation of which with the statistician has been a source of considerable advantage other forms of indebtedness which in eighteen ninety five constituted six hundred sixteen million eight hundred thirty thousand one hundred fifty six dollars or three thousand five hundred fifty six dollars per mile of line of the capital reported is no longer included it is especially notable as a result of the railway financiering incident to the rehabilitation of those companies which have become bankrupt during the recent depression that the increase in capital stock during the last two years has for the first time since the establishment of the commission exceeded the increase in funded debt as success in securing a definite aggregate profit upon capital stock is not essential this change makes for permanent financial stability another transformation of capital lending in the same direction is shown by the fact that an increase in income bonds has been accompanied by an absolute decrease in the amount of mortgage bonds it is interesting also to observe that of the total stocks and bonds outstanding those having a par value of one billion five hundred one million three hundred forty six thousand nine hundred fourteen are held by railway corporations of the total stock outstanding an amount having a par value of three billion six hundred sixty seven million five hundred three thousand one hundred ninety four or seventy point seventeen per cent paid no dividends while five hundred fifteen million twenty nine thousand six hundred sixty eight or eleven point forty per cent of bonds was similarly unremunerative to investors the percentage of income bonds not receiving interest was eighty seven point ninety six the total amount paid in dividends on common and preferred stock was eighty seven million six hundred three thousand three hundred seventy one dollars as interest on funded debt two hundred forty nine million six hundred twenty four thousand one hundred seventy seven dollars and as interest on current liabilities eight million four hundred sixty nine thousand sixty three dollars the public service performed was equivalent to carrying thirteen billion forty nine million seven thousand two hundred thirty three passengers and ninety five billion three hundred twenty eight million three hundred sixty thousand two hundred seventy eight tons of freight one mile passenger service showed an increase over the preceding year but was lower than that of eighteen ninety four eighteen ninety three and eighteen ninety two the freight service performed exceeded by more than ten billion ton miles that of the preceding year and exceeded that of eighteen ninety three the highest year previously recorded the total earnings from operation were one billion one hundred fifty million one hundred sixty nine thousand three hundred seventy six of which two hundred sixty six million five hundred sixty two thousand five hundred thirty three was from passengers 
$63,951,481 from mail, express, and other miscellaneous sources connected with passenger service. $786,615,837 from freight. $3,885,890 from miscellaneous sources connected with freight service and $29,153,635 unclassified or from other operations. The average revenue per passenger per mile was 2.019 cents and that per ton of freight per mile 0.806 cent, the latter being lower than for any previous year covered by the reports of the commission operating expenses amounted to seven hundred seventy two million nine hundred eighty nine thousand forty four dollars or sixty seven point twenty one per cent of the total income from operation the average cost of running a train one mile was ninety three point eight three eight cents from the summary of accidents it appears that one hundred eighty one passengers one thousand eight hundred sixty one employees and four thousand four hundred six other persons were killed during the year covered by the report while two thousand eight hundred seventy three passengers twenty nine thousand nine hundred sixty nine employees and five thousand eight hundred forty other persons were more or less seriously injured comparing these data with the number of passengers and of employees it appears that one passenger in every two million eight hundred twenty seven thousand 474 carried was killed and one in every 178,132 carried was injured while one employee in every 444 was killed and one in every 28 injured of the other persons killed 3,811 were trespassers and of those injured 4,468 the statistics of accidents to that class of employees whose duties involve their presence on running trains are particularly disheartening they show that during the twelve months covered by the report one in every one hundred fifty two of such employees was killed and one in every ten more or less seriously injured the increased use of safety appliances does not seem materially to have affected this ratio and it is to be doubted whether it will do so until all cars are properly equipped of the 1,333,599 cars in service, 448,854 were equipped with train brakes, the increase during the 12 months covered by the report being 86,356, while the actual increase in the number of cars was 27,339. The number equipped with automatic couplers was 545,583, being an increase during the year of 136,728. 9,816 of the 9,943 passenger locomotives in service were fitted with train brakes, as were also 17,921 of the 20,351 freight locomotives and 3,895 of the 5,656 switching and other locomotives. Such is the picture of the condition of the railways of the United States, so far as it can be derived from this report, and if it fails to meet in any way with the reasonable desires of the student of transportation, 
who seeks a complete numerical description of the business of interstate transportation of persons and property as conducted in the united states at the present time the fault is in no way attributable to the statistician or to his assistants but to the inadequacy of the legislation which provides for the collection of these statistics the very excellence of the report from a technical standpoint causes greater regret than those who have had its preparation in charge have not been entrusted with the collection of those data which all intelligent students of transportation so seriously need no statistical report can adequately present the business of transportation while omitting to deal with the business of express companies and that of interstate carriers operating via water routes it is also to be desired that the classification of the data now collected be greatly extended and the supervision of the accounting of individual roads so perfected as to ensure greater definiteness in the items included h t newcomb geographic serials the geographic journal for march contains a summary of mr perry's explorations in greenland under the title of journeys in north greenland dr sven hedden commences a narrative of his four years travel in central asia hon d w carnegie publishes a narrative of his explorations in the interior of western australia the bulletin of the american geographical society number one eighteen ninety eight offers the following table of contents relations of irrigation to geography by h m wilson from cairo to beni hassan the location of some of the most celebrated tombs of ancient egypt by d katie eaton and physical geography of new york state the third installment of a continued story by professor r s tarr the journal of the royal colonial institute for march is largely devoted to a paper by henry birchenow on some aspects of our imperial trade and an extended discussion it is curious to find an englishman complaining of the greater cheapness of foreign goods of the want of adaptability of british manufacturers and traders the superiority of foreign methods of pushing trade and the lower freights of foreign shipping companies especially when he instances the american as the chief competitor and is excelling the briton in these respects the article is extremely significant and very suggestive another suggestive article is by mr everard r calthrop on light railways for the colonies in which he rehearses arguments in favor of cheap construction which while perhaps new to his readers have controlled the construction of the entire railroad system of this country end of section ten end of national geographic magazine volume nine may eighteen ninety eight